This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know, I don't really love laying big numbers on the road, but I think there are certain situations. And we talked about this at the top of the segment. Betting on the NBA this time of year is way different than betting the NBA any other time of year because there are teams that are legitimately tanking. And I don't mean that they're like throwing the game at the last minute, but they are putting in a full rotation of guys that probably don't deserve to be getting minutes, but they're young guys. They want to see what they have. So I think that goes into some of the handicap of these games. So let's start with the Bucs and the Magic. The Bucs, pretty big road favorites, laying six and a half here against the Magic. And, you know, six and a half doesn't seem like a huge number, but still they're on the road. Uh, Not a total Mm -hmm. in this one just yet. So, Jenks, do you think it's worth laying the six and a half with the Bucks here? I do not. I think I would actually be on the Magic here. And here's why. I, actually, I wouldn't even play a side. I look at this. I would play the under once the total is on the board. It doesn't look like Drew Holiday is going to play for the Bucks, or at least he's questionable. Now, I know your immediate thought is, well, why would you – why would you bet the under then? I mean, this guy is a, is a great defender. Wouldn't that make you think about the over? Well, Drew Holiday, surprisingly, averages almost 20 points a game. So if he's out of the lineup, that is a huge step back for that Bucks offense. Also, the under is 28-9 and nine in the Bucks' last 37 road games. 28-9 and nine is hard to ignore. I've seen totals opening up around 233. That seems too high to me. So let's go under. I like that from an, an Orlando perspective as well, because if you look at the trends, they go to the under as well. The under is hit nine of the last 12 for Orlando. And like I was saying, it's just that some of these teams are expanding the rotations to where it's not yeah. the stars that are just, you know, getting the full run of the game. And Orlando does have like some decent young players. Paulo Bancaro, of course, is very good. But also we're talking about a pretty high total here too. At 31, 232 and a half. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'd lean towards that way, but there's not something that I really love here. But we should stay, say something about Milwaukee and how they have been flat-out incredible in their last 18 yes. games. 17 and 1 straight up, their win streak finally coming to an end. But still, I think it speaks volumes to the depth of this team, and that's the concern I would have if you are playing the Magic here. Because even without Drew Holiday, and Giannis is probable for this game, the depth that Milwaukee has, has shown throughout that win streak. So I think that's a sabotage factor if you're playing the Magic. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right about that. And the Magic just overall have been a very good covering team. And I also wonder, look, the Bucs have been just 
wagons during this winning streak. I know it finally came to an end, mm-hmm. but they have not lost and they've been covering, 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 covering. So you have to ask yourself at some point, does the number get too high? Because the market always catches up and Orlando at home has been good against the numbers. So that's why I'm staying away from his side, but I, but I do like the under and the trends bear that out on both sides. All right. So I was just talking about how I don't love laying double digits or huge numbers, mm-hmm. uh, but there are times in place, just like eating in bed. You can do it when it's room service. <laughs> the Knicks laying 10 and a half points at home against the Hornets. Jenks, I kind of want to take the Knicks here. It's a massive number, but nobody's been playing better basketball than New York and nobody's been playing worse basketball than the Charlotte Hornets. Is 10 and a half too big of a number for you to lay? No, I I think the Knicks are on the right side here. And Same. Here's the here here's the thing. During their last 12 games, like the Knicks have been winning, 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 winning. They are 10-1 and 1 against the spread in their last 12. And you talk about teams that have quit. We know LaMelo Ball out for the season for the Hornets. They're playing for absolutely nothing. They're 1 and 5 against the spread in their last 6 games on the road. I think you lay the double digits with New York here. I think so, too. This is actually, I think, my favorite play of the entire slate. Charlotte has not covered a single number since the Mellow Ball has gone out of the lineup. And they've been getting a ton of points. Got 10.5 against Phoenix, which I know KD came back, so that was not like an easy one. They were getting four against Orlando. Didn't cover that one either. We're getting eight against Brooklyn. Didn't cover that one. And meanwhile, I think this is a Knicks team that wants to carry on this momentum. It's not like the Knicks are standing atop the Eastern Conference. Like, they still want to win games. And they're finally healthy. They have Mitchell Robinson back. And even without Jalen Brunson, because I think he is questionable for this one. Yeah, he's questionable. Uh, We saw how they played last time around against Boston. It was quickly that was the guy. Uh, I think he had 38 points in that one. So another team that has some really good depth. Josh Hart's been fantastic for the Knicks as well. So I will roll with the Knicks laying the 10 and a half let's go to minnesota where we have a shorter spread here 76ers point and a half road favorites total off the board jenks i don't feel like i have a good read on this one and i don't really love anything is there an angle that you see here god uh no there is not i i don't know i think i might take the dog here at plus 115 go with the t-wolves isn't that the way to go I think the question mark is because Philadelphia is coming off a back-to-back. And that's normally it, that's right? not really a – Yeah, it's not real, normally a spot that I would like to play the Sixers because they, you know, with Joel Embiid, he's a guy that gets turned pretty easily. Would not be shocked if he sits this one. He's not on the injury report, so maybe not. Uh, Tobias Harris is still questionable for this one. I don't know. I feel like this line is a little short because Minnesota's not really been good this year. Does this line look fishy at all to you? I think it's just because Philadelphia is coming off a back-to-back. I guess Minnesota's won three straight games, but um, yeah. I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's what it is. When I see a fishy line like this, I immediately look at the other side. And you're right. Minnesota is mm-hmm. playing for something. You're trying to jockey for play opposition. And after a a huge performance last night, there's always that possibility that maybe Joel Embiid sits so I think T-Wolves on the money line is the play. Just because the line seems short to me when I see that, as we always say, I tend to think, all right, this seems too obvious. I think Minnesota money line is a play. All right, here's an overwhelming trend that we have from BetQL, and I think we should discuss if it is worthy of being included in the handicap here. 
The 76ers okay. are 13 and three against the spread in their last 16 games against Minnesota. Do you think this is a trend that you put in there or do you think it's not as relevant as you might think? I think it's a, an important trend to look at, but I also think that the Sixers playing on the back end of a back-to-back is huge here. So that's the one thing where, yeah, I normally I would say this is something, if you're back in the Sixers, you want to look at this, that's a significant trend, but also how many of those games on the back end of a back-to-back, when you had a, by the way, a shootout against the Pacers. I mean, this game went back and forth, back and forth. They were running up and down the court. There were a billion points scored in this game. So when you look at how that game went and also second game in as many nights, that's what gives me a little bit of pause there. And also this line opened at two and a half and it's been bet down. So uh, there's something about Philadelphia that people are not liking. And also when you see a trend that's 13 and three against the spread over the last 16 games, Think about the T-Wolves, like 16 games ago. It was a completely mm-hmm. different roster. So, like, I just – I see that trend. It looks nice on paper, but I'm not sure if it's completely relevant here because think of all the moves that the T-Wolves have made over, like, the last year. So, this is not exactly the same team as some of those matchups that are included in that stat. Uh, let's go to another game. We've got the Wizards and the Pistons. Oh, boy, grab your popcorn here. Uh, Wizards laying six and a half total off the board. Um, Jenks, is there anything worth playing? Honestly, I don't care about this game at all. Well, you're not the only one, Chelsea. I don't care a whole lot about it either. I guess, I mean, God, Wizards Pistons, for the love of God. You know what I put here? I mean, I always handicap everything here, but ultimately my final synopsis was find another game on the board. The Pistons have quit, but I'm not going to lay six and a half points with the Washington Wizards, even though they are my hometown team. I would honestly find a different game. Well, I will say that the Pistons are probably tanking. Uh, That's the consensus that we get. Looking at their straight-up losses, they've lost eight straight and nine of their last ten. But we are talking about a point spread here. But so far in the last few matchups, Washington has been good against the Pistons, a perfect 3-0 and straight up and 2-0-1 oh, against the spread. But still, the Wizards on the road, not really a team I want to play. So, pass. Uh, let's go to the Nets and the Rockets. Not much better here. Nets laying 7.5 and, and total of 230 and a hook. Jenks, another tanking team and another big spread. Dare you play this one? Oh, God. I... I don't like this. I don't like a lot of games. Man, the NBA is so difficult to cap this time of year. That's why I did a a two-team money line parlay last night. Here's the problem with this mm-hmm. game. It's almost impossible to get a good number when the Rockets play because as soon as the, the spread hits the board, people almost blind bet the Rockets' opponents immediately. Like this line opened at Nets minus six, and we're not out in Vegas, right? So, yeah, in Vegas it's late. Here it's early in the morning. All of a sudden, boom, it goes to Nets minus seven and a half. I will lean Nets, but keep in mind the Nets are only 5-9-1 against the number as a favorite away from home this season. If you're going to play it, I would back Brooklyn, but this is a stay away for this guy. All right, so we have a minute left, and we have a couple games left, but the strategy yeah. that's been working, Moneyline parlays. Jenks, are there any teams that you would like to group together? Because for me, it's Mavs, it is Bucks. And it is Knicks. You combine those all, Moneyline Parlay plus 105. Are there any teams that stick out to you in that regard? 
Love the Mavs tonight because the Jazz has started to tank. Like Lori Martin would be out. Colin Sexton is out. Jordan Clarkson is out. I also love the Lakers on the money line tonight without Jaw, without Brandon Clark, Ooh. without Steven Adams, and the Grizz are terrible away from home. That's something I would look at as well. Ooh, we got some NBA plays. They're all not all bad. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.